at Small Talk. I'm Janine Ramirez. And today, I'm so excited to have Dindin! 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 So, I've known Din since kinder, from wherever. But I have to make cuento that I have a really clear memory of you. And I think it was grade 3. And there was like the student council elections and stuff like that. And I was this, I don't know, like in my head, like this shy kid. And then was like, why aren't you running? Like, why don't you run for whatever? And I think you even like nominated me for like a class position or something like that. Yeah, oh. communications But I just remember like, it was the first time that someone told me like, why don't you do that? Because I never saw myself as a leader and I go back to that as the first time in my life, maybe, that I thought, hey, like, maybe I have it in me. So thank you so much. That helps me get over my stupid imposter syndrome. And thank you. Thank you for doing this. I'm so excited to talk to you then. I'm nervous. I'm excited. I'm... But, yeah, I mean, it's weird because we're friends. When when I don't know the person, there's, like, more structure, I feel. And that's why I send guide questions. <laughs> but, okay, so for peeps, whoever's listening, titos, titas, that, that don't know about Dindin's life. Like, I think you're one of my first friends that ever moved out of the country. And I didn't even know that you went to Bilbao. And when you told me, what? Sana, you stayed there so that you're still here. But could you give us like a rundown of the places that you've lived? And I don't okay. know, maybe quick background or how long you stayed. It's actually not that many. I feel like, yeah, maybe I was one of the first people that left. But I think of the people that move around, I didn't really move around so yeah. much. Um, but I, the first time I moved out, of the Philippines was so now I live in Stockholm but the first time I moved out was I think 2006 so I went to Getcho Bilbao yeah. super close to you for six months I was doing a project for this uh, Spanish NGO they were like in a partnership with this Filipino NGO back then I was like a different life I was working in development international relations which is like completely opposite or not even like <laughs> in just tangent of what, what I'm doing now. But that was, it was only half a year. Um, but that was super fun because it was my first real taste of independent, hmm. independence, which is honestly late for most part. There? Six months lang. Six months. But oh my gosh. The first time that you're out, yeah, that's like... But that's dream. the thing. Exactly, but it's like, it's late for most parts of the world. I was like, what, 22? But the thing is, like, Filipinos live with their parents well into their 20s and 30s. And when I went there, everyone was like, so, uh, where do you live in Manila? My parents, please. (laughs) And I what all the Spanish people were like, really? But aren't you, like, super old now to be living with your parents? I was like, yeah. But anyway, but it was also a culture shock for them to meet, like, a Filipino Filipino. And yeah. it was funny because they thought that um, all Filipinos were tall. <laughs> because yeah, they haven't met that many. Yeah. They were like, oh, Filipinos are so tall. I was like, no, not really. Not yeah, represented. they are. And they just yeah. wait for them to like, meet more. They're like, why aren't you tall? <laughs> so anyway, so I was in Getcha for six months. And then 
there was a gap. I worked in development back mm. in the Philippines after that project. So it's like I started a project in Spain and then I implemented it in the Philippines. And then set a few years later in 2011, I moved to Copenhagen. So that's kind of where it clicked for me. Because in Spain, it was more of like a fun thing, but it yeah. wasn't like a destination. Right. Um, Not to like make a home and career. No. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but everything about it felt, when I moved to Copenhagen, it, it, everything about the place felt like second nature or even mm. natural for me as like, yeah, I could live here because everything worked. There was a system for things. People were, the culture was different. People were more reserved. But when you get to know them, they're very warm. Yeah. Um, it's also very heavy in design and his design history, which I'm interested in. So I was like, hmm, yeah, I think I could stay here. That's I think when it I really thought about it. And then after Copenhagen, I moved to Stockholm uh, six years ago, which is now my real home because it's where I have my own family, I have my kid, I have my husband. So yeah, like living in Scandinavia for like twelve years. I remember when you like toured me around in Copenhagen. It was like, Din is such a local, like taking me to all the places, knowing all the spots. And it was just, yeah, like it feels like Scandinavia is such a, just a pleasant and convenient place to live. So I'm happy that you're there so that I can also visit you and learn from the educational system now that you have a kid and what they do. But there, so you, you know, you were out for a few months and then you decided to live elsewhere. When I was talking to Patty, who now lives in Sydney, one of the things that we talk about is that feeling of no one knows me here. I can be whoever I want to be. Do you get or did you get that feeling and like when i don't know like when did it start feeling like home like what were the signs that it felt not like home to you oh um i think there's something about when i land i think it was also because i kind of prepped myself for it before leaving but i think like the signs were i like how small it felt. I think that contrast to Manila. I mean, Copenhagen was like a city of 500,000 people versus Manila, which is 12 million. Gazillion million. Gazillion million. million. Actually, my dad dad constantly corrects me. Hindi na 10 million. It's 12 million million. and some or something. I can't even remember. And then depends at the like, um, within the week. Rush hour. Within the week, work hours, etc. Yeah. Yeah. So crazy. Yeah, but yeah, I think I think I really appreciated the contrast, hmm. and I, that was a change that I really, really welcomed at the time. Have you ever, have you thought, ever thought who you would have been if you stayed mm. in Manila? Yeah, I yeah. Sometimes I, especially in the beginning, some at some point in the journey, sometimes it still comes up, right? But. When I, when I think about it, like Manila is huge, yeah, 12 million, but it can also feel really small because mm. most people tend to circle within the same groups and places. I mean, you go to the same kindergarten all the way to high school, you go to college and yeah. you still see the same people, yeah. you know. <laughs> so, um, I, I never thought I'd leave permanently and I, I thought I was going to be a diplomat, etc. But 
and like life relationships bring you other places and I'm just glad that I stayed open but mm. on staying who I was I don't think I would have changed much I don't think I've changed much to be yeah. honest I think like I'm still interested in the same things um, but I think like to your point I think living abroad uh, enabled me to pursue my interests like mm. now yeah I started working in like international relations and development and now I work in design and tech which is something I've always been interested in I think one of the things that I really appreciated about moving away was like what you're saying in the Philippines it's it's like you're it's one track whatever you decided when you're third year high school to study in whatever university you go to that's what you're gonna be for the rest of your life but here it's when you move away there's like wiggle room to pursue other mm. things probably yeah. because you, yeah no one knows you and you don't you're not caged into this is what you studied right. because it, it doesn't exist anymore um so i guess like the different main difference would probably be me be my line of work yeah. and yeah and like i guess have by default moving to scandinavia like my view on like feminism and women's mm. rights is so different compared to what we grew up with it's also like exposure, right? But I guess you can also expose yourself even if you're living in Manila. You know, meet new people, read read up. But like I feel like what I really gained from being gone is like this weird confidence that I think I had it in Manila, but this wapakels feeling that like I don't care. Like this is me eh? and this is what I wanna do. So that's fine. Now I don't know why, but when I'm back there or around the same people i start thinking more about what other people think and i know i shouldn't but it's like automatic and i don't know why i can't shake it when i'm there and it's so much easier when i'm here plus i guess like the contrast of like i'm the filipina here and like that's different from me or whatever it's like the contrast helped me figure out what my real identity is or shape my own identity that i want right i think it's also about like peeling yourself away from because it's 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 a it's a web when you're yeah. like, like, what i was saying before like you go to the same school you see the same people your your family is so like family ties are so strong like socially we're very much enmeshed with our social life yeah so when you kind of break away from the routine or the pattern it gets super heightened um whereas i guess in spain you're still people are still much more social than here but <laughs> but you're not as entrenched in those ties i guess yeah or so, it's i don't know parang it's not a I mean, we're always with people, so, you know, we're always with the same, like, people also in the same groups. And, oh, no, 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 I feel like my judgment for maybe it's just me not being from here, so there are no expectations. Like, it's but like, could it also okay, be? who are you? I mean, I can show them who I am versus they know me na, na I'm like this. Oh, she's a suplada one, or she's a tesai one, or inganon. Yeah, I think that's also, like, the... You don't have to fall into a stereotype yeah. that you yeah. were supposed to be since you were 10. Or, I yeah. don't know. It's true. Uh, 
Okay, quick, like, easy question. Top three challenges that you faced. That's <laughs> easy. That's easy. Take Um, I mean, you've been gone for so long now. Yeah. But are yeah. there still some things that are like, oh, I miss this, or oh my gosh, like I wish I had yeah. this, or? I think like I don't know how it was for you, but um, like finding friends, like your real friends, was some a really long, slow process <laughs> oh my for gosh, me. That's my process now. <laughs> I mean, I for me, I, I I've only lived in two places for fairly long periods of time. And honestly, in my experience, you, it took five, six years to find those two friends that you can really turn to, that you can call and text like, hey, do you want to go for coffee? And that's not like intrusive at all. Yeah. And I think it was something, yeah, like coming from uh, the Philippines, like it's, you realize that it's a numbers game. It's not a time game. Because you haven't known these people for such a long time, so it's okay. I met this person at the gym and at yoga. Let's grab a, grab a coffee. No, no sure shot that they will 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 click. But you know, it's like collecting Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta catch them all, <laughs> and then sana may like sana may connection. Exactly. Yeah, like what they say about like you know throwing pasta to the wall and see what what sticks, because it's it's hard to find yeah. that real connection. It's true. It's like, parang for me, I'm so thankful that Miguel has like a really solid barcada and that they're so nice and that they're fun and you know they they include me in their stuff and I can actually really talk to them. But it was parang okay, his guy friends, but I also want like my friends. You know, they're I mean, old friends. They're my yeah. friends. And it was really just through finding a job and you're because in an office, well, remote, but in a work setup, you really bond. And then when you get together, it's like you have this, you have things to talk about now. It's like, and I'm super thankful for that. But here in the city, I'm working on it then. Oh my gosh, it's so funny, the audio messages that Elisa and I send each other. Because I'm like, Elisa, I want to find like friends that play paddle. Because now I'm like, you know, trying to play paddle. Okay, my mission is to find friends that play paddle, and it's really like a social game. It's, oh. it, but I think, don't you think it's also like culture? So, for example, in Scandinavia, people are a bit more reserved. Like, you can go to the same yoga studio for two years and still not talk to someone. No and way. that's perfectly okay. Like, that's perfectly normal. And I think that that's, a, that's kind of like the mental switch that I had to really like turn on. That and if I ask someone that I seem is nice for like a coffee, I could be turned down. Mm. I could seem really weird. <laughs> But do I really? Do I, is it really worth trying out? So. But are, are do they have mm. their pang barcadas na that are set there? So that's they why. Do. And they also... keep it small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But your friends your now friends that you have there, how did you meet them? <sighs> Different groups as well. Like now, of course, like different phases in life. Now I have a lot, a lot of like parent uh, mm. friends because of there's like a system here. Like when you give birth, you get assigned to a mom group. Blah, blah, blah. So I have like mom friends and parent friends who are just have the kids the same age as Francis, Franny. So that's like one way. And then others are obviously through work. That's the easiest yeah. way to do it. 
my like quick cuento. I might cut this, but what <laughs> I'm going out to my mga courses. And then today, because yesterday was the first day of the SEO course, and so we didn't really talk. Like I didn't really talk to my my classmates. And today, parang I got to talk to some of them. Like oh my gosh, like I think I can be friends with. And it's so funny because I feel like I'm so old now, and I'm so excited to make friends. And it brings me back to like kinder or you know those times in life. But that's funny. But it's important also, right? Like to have your your social support system that's there. That's not yeah. like via satellite. <laughs> exactly. Like like if you're sick, as an example. Like if you're sick and then I really need soup and Mikael's not around. Yeah. Elisa can't send you an audio soup. <laughs> no, she can't. Maybe she'll try Liz, maybe she'll try, but yeah. you can't. You can't make me soup from there. No. So does that come into like Let's say if you have like a young cousin or whatever that wants to live outside of the Philippines, what are like your three steps or three must-haves when they start designing their life away from the Philippines? Like, is is it is that one of it? Like finding your mm. friends. I think a step before that would be like to be just really open and like flexible, because there's a lot about moving to new places, like even a culture shock. Yeah. Because it's especially if you move to a country that's very different culturally from what we grew up with, right? Like there are differences in people, differences in way in doing of doing things, how people set up their social life, etc. And everyone is so different that being and being in a new place just kind of like heightens everything like a hundred like tuned up a hundred percent. So I think that one of the things that I had to Uh, consciously do when I moved to Copenhagen was like turn off being critical because mm. like you know how sometimes you're like it's most basic example is you'll always even if you've decided you're gonna live in one place permanently you just kind of convert to pesos yeah. you also have to turn that off because <laughs> you're not you know but at the end because you'll just get depressed <laughs> you'll get depressed that's one that's the most basic you won't buy anything buy anything And then the second one is no, but that's like just a really basic example. Yeah. But uh, another is like when someone, when you get a certain reaction from like uh, a local, you just accept that yeah, this that's how they that's how they act right. socially, etc. Because being critical, if you just become critical, then you kind of shut yourself and then you become lonely. And I think one of the things I always think about is like people have different background music so you have to think about where they're coming from what what are they what have they grown up with what what is the environment that you're in because they're not they don't know what Filipino culture right. is about they don't know what being friendly is about in the right. way that we do it's true it's like I mean from your example Kanina you had you friends, friends. That you met in in Bilbao, that you were their first Filipina contact. So imagine if, like, after meeting them, then biglang they met you, and you're like, you know, short and tall, and they're like, then why aren't you like, why aren't you tall? Like, that's how they're gonna approach getting to know you, right? Is from how they've experienced Asia or the Philippines or anything that connects. 
Like mm. I met the the mom of one of Miguel's cabarcadas, and she was super cute. But it's like naturally, I think as humans, we try to find connection. So it's like, oh, you're Filipina. Oh, okay, I met this other Filipina who's gay, 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 and then you have to like embrace it. And she's like, oh, yeah. and then parang I know about the Philippines this, and just I guess like embrace that. But some people might get offended, yeah. But so I mean. That's but right. I think that's also part of it. Like you should also like to your, to to the question. I think the other thing that you shouldn't forget about is like you shouldn't lose sight of your Filipinoness. I think hmm. like a part of understanding a new culture is still embracing a lot of who you are. Like for example, I when I host in my apart in my home, I like an abundance of food because. <laughs> I know, like if there, I'm expecting six people to come. I will try to prep for twelve or ten. If sobra, it was not a success. Exactly. If all, if if lahat umbos, it means it means I failed. You know. And and the thing is that like every time I do that here, people are like, "Oh my God, there's just so much food. You shouldn't have done this." But for me, it's just so natural, right? Yeah. And that's, I think, in the long run, people appreciate that. And part of that... Maintain those yeah. things that are so inherent to being Pinay. Yeah, and like, exactly. And another thing is like humor. Like keeping humor in everything oh, that you do. Our humor it's is super. the best. Yeah. <laughs> our wittiness as Pinoys, it's like, I miss that. Yeah. Like sometimes I'll make parang... Play, of, play on words, but Spanish, and they'll be like, I do that in Swedish! And I'm like, so what do we do? What do we do? I do that all the time, and they think that my Swedish is so good. I really honestly think it's just my humor. Yeah, because we have that. I, I've never felt so Pinoy in my life. Honestly, yeah. like living here, and Same. and I love it. Like I really embrace it. Like I know, you know, as Filipinos, we have there are all sorts of us, right? Like we there are all sorts of like colors and shapes and sizes and personalities. But it's like I don't mind being ah she's the Filipina and being like there the parang their image of oh that's what the Filipina is like. And I try to educate. Edutain. Edutain. <laughs> like, like having a you know like gay speak. Like yeah, we, like we make our like a new language is forming every day. Like we create words because here they're so about their language. Like uskera. Like the Basque language is like this. Da, 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 and we're like I'm like we're not really tied to Filipino. I don't have to speak Filipino. Like I can speak Taglish and like Charva. You know and. <laughs> And it's beautiful, like it's different, but both have their like pros, right? A lot of personality, for sure. I know. So, like, are there a lot of Pinoys there, na? No. No paren? No paren. Dumadami na dito din! So, wala pang ano dyan? Supermarket with mga ano? There's only one. But they have Pinoy stuff. Like, yeah, they do. But... Yeah, 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 yeah. But for example, there's like a there's a big Asian store. One is like a Chinese-owned one. Another one's a Thai-owned one. And they do have they have boy bawang. They have sinigang mix. Oh my gosh, mas mayami pa pala dyan than here. You know? Wala pa kaming sinigang mix dito. People bring me sinigang mix when they miss. <laughs> But I 
persona like Mang Tomas. And there's, uh-huh. it's not Sinigang, I guess it's like a Thai version. But it's uh-huh. also like Sampalok. Uh-huh. I haven't used it yet because I still have my Sinigang with Gabi. <laughs> my, cur- my current my current favorite purchase is ano, uh, this is not sponsored Argentina corned beef no way I still have this I don't know why I still have this <gasps> from so shy so shy so heavy I love today. it it's so heavy I love it though galata, but it's I like know. with Mikel it's gold like, even he's like okay little bring for my friends it's like for his friends it's small. so good it's so good it's so good I mean Calamansi juice. We have like calamansi concentrate. I, we were there Feb. We haven't opened it. Like I'm so like I want to save it. it, but no, we have to use it. I'm gonna. I have to make calamansi yeah. juice later. <laughs> oh, Filipino nas from afar. Yeah. Okay. Which is also so funny because I probably you probably didn't drink so much calamansi juice when you were in. No, I love calamansi. You did. Okay. Calamansi lover. I super love calamansi. I tried to bring like the seeds and I tried to plant them here, but they died during the winter. But if I could have like, a calamansi, no. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. They they're not as strict as like Australia that they really go through yeah. their stuff right yeah. for seeds. But yeah. then we made piga calamansi, Whoa. and then we saved the seeds. And then we got here like inside that dried seed. You get the whatever thingy majig, and uh-huh. then we plant it, and they still all died. <laughs> so then, like, like. I don't think we have time to talk about like motherhood, but that's something I really, really want to talk to you about. And also maybe your relationships. I don't know if you're open to that in the future. Um, but I definitely want to have you back. But before I end, I have like this one question that I ask everyone since it's called I Suck at Small Talk. So what do you think then you suck at that you had to grapple with and how do you work towards improving it? That's actually quite hard to answer. But uh, I feel like I suck at a lot of things. Oh my gosh! Actually, when you t- when you asked me this, I was like, ah, should I do this? Yeah, it's like, and then I had like a list of at least five things that I no honestly, way. from the depths of my heart, feel like I suck at. But anyway, I think, but in the context of being like a Filipino abroad, I think that one of the things that I suck at, I still suck at, is hand- handling microaggression. Um, what really yeah because it exists the thing is that especially now that i have a kid i feel like it's so important that i can stand up for myself in everyday situations and in in the presence of people who aren't filipino you know and the thing is that i i mean you you're from the you grew up in the philippines as well and i think it's it's a systemic problem for us to be inclined towards um, being good at English, being fair-skinned, etc. So when I come here and people say like, oh, you're so good in English. How could you be? Are you Filipino? But you're so good in English. And you're too tall. To, you're too fair-skinned, light-skinned to be Filipino. And I don't know. I just feel like yeah, this how becomes... That? Yeah, so I, in the beginning, I'm like... <laughs> like, you just kind of laugh. Like, yeah, right. But then now I'm really pri- trying to practice saying, what do you mean by that? What do you mean? Because, for example, I was at the grocery one time and then this guy asked me, I was close to the Asian island. He said, oh, could you show me where I could, w- mm. which one is a good rice noodle? And I was like, 
why me? I, I think I said, why me? And then he said, because you're Asian. And then, and then I was like, I, I'm sorry, I don't know. And then he walked away and I was like, why did you say that? Yeah. <laughs> he shouldn't walk up to you and ask that. But when do you think it's, it's like, a, se- a, like a racism type of thing or just an ignorance type of thing or, or both? Like when, like for example, if I'm in the Asian rest, like restaurant, supermarket, yeah. and someone's like looking at mga different soy sauce and they yeah. ask me, like, what do you think? Like, I'd be like, hmm, like, I'd be like, yeah, like the soy sauce is a Kiko man, it's the better, you know, brand. But I guess, I don't know, is it the tone? Is it? I think it's, yeah, it could be like a tone or like there's like a, you can feel if there's like some judgment or mm-hmm. just like curiosity as well. But I think it's also, I mean, maybe the grocery thing wasn't a good example. There are other examples, uh, experiences as well. But I think that it's, you're not, it's when you ask like, what do you mean? What do you mean by that? Like, what do you mean my English is good? Like, it's not, it's not, it's not being aggressive. It's not being passive either. Yeah. It's just like, okay, maybe you can explain why my English is not supposed to be good. Right. Um, I get that a lot, though. I get that a lot. Yeah. And it's not, it's not bad, but I think it's also part of, like, educating. Like, entertaining. Okay naman mag-educate. But, yeah, I get that. Maybe I don't see anything wrong with it so much when it comes from a Spanish person. Because mm. they struggle with English. Yeah. So they're like, so they're like, how, like how do you, you know, like, yeah. you speak English yeah. so well. And they're, like, they don't know that our educational system is based off of the American America. system. Exactly. Because the Spanish don't want to teach us, you know, because we're the Indians. But... <laughs> you know what? When I was in Bilbao, they were so surprised because that a lot of people I met were so surprised that we were colonized for 333 years. They were like, was it? 30 years? It's like, excuse me. <laughs> what are you talking about? centuries, man. And we still Three. don't speak Spanish. <laughs> no. But, yeah, so there. Yeah, there are those yeah, things that sometimes, sometimes, or maybe because I've only because been here for so long, and maybe after a few yeah, years, I'll be like, you should know this by now. There are enough Pinoys around. But, yeah, like, I feel because sometimes the lens that they get to know a Filipino is like like, the way that they do like Mm. you know some of Miguel's friends like oh you're from the Philippines like you know the the person that cleans my my dad's office is Filipina like the the cooks in this restaurant are Filipino and like I I met someone uh, she was like going well this one is worse because it's Pinoy to Pinoy but, but going into a store, into a and, store and them like, oh, taga dito ka rin. And like, sino amo mo? Like, auto- automatically, like, you know, mm-hmm. what household do you work for? Or, yeah. yeah. Like, clean this, and no, I'm not the cleaning lady, right? So, there's a lot to, to unpack, unpack and deal with. Yeah. And I would love to talk about that more with more people. These are things that I do since I'm unemployed. These are topics that need to be discussed, Nina. Thank you for taking the time and talking to me, and I hope you had fun and that we can do this again. Yeah, and even without the camera. (laughs) Yeah, even without the camera. (laughs) 